Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, everyone. Let me tell you about the UK's fourth most popular book. Any idea? Well, according to a BBC survey, it is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy by Douglas Adams. I've read this book many times and my family used to listen to the radio version and watch the television series too. With every passing year, this book becomes more and more of a national treasure, valued as highly as Monty Python or Harry Potter. The story follows an ordinary English man called Arthur Dent who gets caught up in a space adventure that is full of great humour, philosophical musings about the meaning of life, funny characters and plenty of action too. The audiobook version is particularly special as it is narrated by none other than Stephen Fry, one of the UK's most distinctive and pleasant voices. You can download it free of charge by visiting audibletrial.com forward slash teacher luke where you can sign up for a 30-day trial membership with audible which includes one free audiobook download you can cancel the membership if you don't like it and keep the audiobook that you've downloaded so why not choose the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy as a starting point you can't go wrong really audibletrial.com forward slash teacher luke or just click one of the audible buttons on my website now let's get started with this episode. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, welcome back to part three of this short trilogy that I'm doing, which uh, features uh, a conversation that I had with a friend of mine from Northern Ireland called Marcus Keeley. In part one, we got to know Marcus a little bit. Uh, we found out kind of a few things about him. Uh, in part two, uh, we looked at Northern Ireland in particular and sort of uh, learned a few things that you might not have known about the place. We got to know the sort of political situation there. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, what life is, is like these days and also some of the things that you can do and see if you visit Northern Ireland. Um, now, in part three, we're going to focus mainly on uh, Marcus's accent or certainly accents that you might hear in Northern Ireland. So we're going to be focusing on Northern Irish accents uh, and also the dialect as well. So there are sort of two parts to this, uh, this episode that you're listening to now. First part is where we just focus on the accent and I will ask Marcus to uh, repeat certain th- uh, sentences or phrases and then we can compare the way he says it with the way that I say uh, those things. Uh, and then after that we focus on uh, dialect. I mean, for example, what are some of the particular wordings or phrases or ex- uh, expressions that that uh, people from Northern Ireland might use? Uh, how, how do people from Northern Ireland say things differently to, for example, how I say them um, with my sort of English uh, London sort of uh, way of speaking? Okay, so plenty of things to explore and plenty of things to learn uh, in this episode. Um, if you want to, just for fun, you can try and copy some of the things that uh, Marcus and and I say, uh, that might be quite a good way of kind of trying to explore the pronunciation and some of the wordings um, in a bit more depth for you. Uh, Or or if you prefer, sit back, uh, relax and just enjoy the conversation. Don't forget to go to teacherluke.co.uk, not just to check out that Audible offer where you can get a free audio book. You can just click on any of the buttons that say Audible dot com not only to do that but also just just uh, leave your comments leave comments and questions and correspondence of all kind on the website um i'm always glad to read the things that you have to say and it's a good way for you to practice your english yes it is okay let's carry on now with this conversation with marcus keely and here we go 
I, I want my listeners to at least be aware of the accents that they might hear in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. Ideally, they'll be able to recognise it when they hear it, or even copy it just for fun, because that can be a good way of getting to know different accents, you know, trying to actually yeah. do them. Um, I'd also like to find out some of the specific phrases that are used in that part of the English-speaking world. All right, so... Mm-hmm. Very quickly, is there is there a, a wide variety of accents in Northern Ireland? Yes. To the casual listener, um, it, w- it would be hard to differentiate. A lot of it would just come across as noise. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, they will know that it's different, but they won't know why. Okay. Um, I don't know whether they would even be able to understand them. So it's, like, it's the same with anywhere. The further you go into the country, the harder it gets the un- you know people. Um, understand you there's a couple of friends of mine they were american they lived in uh, belfast for years and they were just shocked that you could go over two streets and the accent would be completely different yeah but they found that really interesting and cool rather than limiting yeah they would just say this is like such a, a rich cultural thing um and given that they were from you know san francisco and texas yeah you know that was probably interesting to them yeah yeah well, I suppose they, you know, they, their English is good enough, be it, you know, as it is their first language, that they, it doesn't become a barrier so much. Yeah. But it's more just like a, a variety that they mm-hmm. haven't heard before. I find in America they they often love hearing British voices. Yeah. Because they they they're they're exotic and and cute to mm-hmm. them. Well, I like hearing um, British or English accents in Belfast. Mm. I find that quite interesting. It just it's. It is nice to hear, although 30 years ago, maybe not. That would have been the thing not you really did not want to hear. Because it would mean something completely different yeah, 30 years ago. It would mean that that was probably a British soldier. <laughs> right. Or something like that. So if you heard a, an English voice from over your shoulder, you'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, God. You'd be like, oh, dear. Right. Okay. But, but now, nowadays, it's more like, oh, that's oh, different. What are you doing here? Uh, <laughs> type of thing. Uh, the, the treatment that everyone gets. But yeah, um, yeah no, it's nice. Well, there's a whole different variety of accents in Northern Ireland and Belfast. Uh, you know, they're home to there, but also from many different places. Well, how many big cities are there in Northern Ireland? Um, like what are the main main cities, really? Well, the main two would be Belfast and Derry, or yeah. London Derry. Yeah. Um, Shall we explain Derry, London Derry? <sighs> Basically, it's like some people call it London Derry, and there's a political aspect to that because they're the they're the unionists, right? Is this correct? Um, yeah, people who would prefer to be part of the union prefer to keep the London um, part of the name onto it because then that clearly identifies it's uh, British. Yeah. Uh, but then people who would prefer to be known as nationalists prefer to just call it Derry or right. Free Derry. Oh, okay. Um, but personally, I would just say Derry because it's quicker to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's Derry or London Derry, depending on which point of view um, you have. And then there's Belfast. Belfast. Uh, I'm trying to think. Not really many other bigger cities worth, not worth mentioning, but <laughs> that would be familiar to people. Okay. There are, I'm even trying to think of a good one. There's like Newry. Newry's a city that's close to the border. Right. Um I used to know, uh, as I said, in, in university, I you know, had uh, housemates who were from Northern Ireland. They were from Antrim. Kindy yes. Antrim. Kindy Antrim. Oh, and, boy. And um, wow, where's that other place that they were from? Anyway, Kindy Antrim. From Anna? No, it was something, a place that began with L. Lauren? Something like that. I can't remember. Lauren's, Lauren's always, Lauren's a, um, uh, <laughs> It's always the butt of a joke in Northern Ireland. Really? It's like, where are you going on a holiday? Larne? It's because there's nothing there. It's a f- uh, you can get a ferry to Scotland from Larne. It's just, it's, a lot of people say give Larne a chance. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's usually the butt of a joke, at least on the Northern Irish comedy scene. The, yeah. It would always be a punchline. Okay, because wherever you go, in any town or any country that you go in, there's always one place that everyone makes fun of. Yeah. And like, you know, if you go to England, it's like Slough. Yeah, or something like that. You know, it's like the crap place that you make fun of, like in in America. Torquay, maybe faulty uh, tires slide for the office. Yeah, uh, and if you go to America, it seems that they, you know, you'll always get a laugh if you talk about Cleveland. Like Cleveland is like yeah. the crap place that doesn't really have much going for it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Cleveland's fine, but it seems that uh, lots of comedians use Cleveland as the punchline to their yeah. joke. In France, it's like it's Belgium or it's the north of France or something. Um, and uh, so in Northern Ireland, it's it's Lawn. Larn. Larn. L-A-R-N-E. Larn. Okay. Um, whenever I came here to do, whenever I was gigging, 
in Paris. I tried that. I tried it, but I didn't say a specific place. I just said the perif. So like the outskirts of the, Paris. The, the banlieue. Uh, Le Bon Lieu is the uh, the, the suburbs mm. outside, beyond the Boulevard Peripherique. All right. But I got a laugh. I don't know whether that was through my crap pronunciation <laughs> or that it actually hit exactly where it meant. Could it was be very both. hard to tell. It was like, it could did be that both. work? Sometimes uh, it, a French audience will laugh if you speak French because they just find it funny that an English person is speaking French with a bad accent. Mm. But if you combine that with a reference point that mm. they know, like the fact that Le Bon Lieu is often a, a punchline, uh, then yeah, that's a that's a legitimate joke, I reckon. Yeah. Well, I'll, t- I'll, st- I'll also take petty laughs if anyone has any. <laughs> yeah, they all they, they're all laughs. They all yeah. count at the end. Um, so, how would you describe your accent then? Um, well, my accent's probably quite um, light. Com- oh, there's a noise. I don't know yeah. if anyone heard that podcasters but there was a bang we heard like a a loud bang echoes from home perhaps um (laughs) but yeah where i'm from my accent would be considered rather light because i i would come from west belfast um and their accents uh quite hard quite quick um some people thought i was from a more uh, a nicer neighborhood let's just say um so your, your accents yeah as you said a bit lighter and a bit softer to, mm. compared to other accents that you might hear yeah um a lot of them would be a lot harder like this like right yeah oh no i'm going all over the place <clears throat> like, I'll, I'll, the, the diary I'll, always slips into it somehow when i'm trying to make fun i'll, I'll give you a chance to do some of these things right, right in a minute um i was going to ask you questions like do people judge each other on their accents and what do you think of other accents from the uk i think we've sort of talked a bit about that already so we're going to move on what i'd like you to do is say a few f- specific phrases i'm going to try and elicit the mm-hmm. uh the accent okay a little bit now some of these might be based on certain stereotypes mm-hmm. or certain phrases that you we often hear um but um i'm going to try and make you say some things that hopefully will reveal uh the accent a little bit Mm -hmm. all right so you know feel free to exaggerate it a little bit just so that my (laughs) listeners can really identify it all right so i'm gonna um i'm gonna show you on the screen here some of the things i've got now i'll say it first in my no you can say it first in a in a northern irish accent of your choice and then i will say it in english uh Okay, so so listeners, just try and identify the words that are being said here. You got the first one there. Okay, go on. Har nai brankai. Right. Say it again. Har har nai brankai. Har nai. Har har nai brankai. Right. I could really lay it on with that. You could do, eh? Har nai nai. See now. Now, say nah. I would say how now brown cow which is a phrase from I think it's from the the movie uh, what's the movie about uh, my fair lady mm-hmm. it's one of those phrases that is used to try and help people pronounce how now brown cow it doesn't mean anything it's just a way of getting that ow sound mm. but in northern ireland hi nigh brian kai hi nigh brian kai so it's more the hi nigh nigh yeah yeah okay so that's interesting. I say how now, and in Northern Ireland you might hear some. I know. Yeah. All right. Um, what about this? W- whoops. This one here. How are you? Right. How are you? How how how, how are you? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's what you're after. Hi ye. Yeah. Hi. Which of course is how are you? Yes. How are you? How are you? How are you? Yeah. yeah. How are you? How are you? So, again, ow, how, become, yeah. sounds a bit high, like that. The, the how and are come together, where it's just, how are you? Mm. So, it, we, we, don't, we kind of ignore the W's a lot of the time. Right, how are you? How are you? How are you? <laughs> how are you? And also, the R sound is more pronounced. Mm-hmm. Whereas in England, I would say, for example, can I have a glass of water? Water. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you say that? Can I have a glass of water? Water. Water. There's a definitely like a, a T, a, do a D. Yeah. W- the T becomes a D, like in mm-hmm. America. Can I have a glass of water? I don't know if that's very good, but <laughs> <laughs> the R is more noticeable. Yeah. Can I have a glass of water? So I think we say that that's a rhotic R, mm-hmm. um, meaning that you round the R sound. Yeah. Um, whereas in the UK, often we don't. Um, how about this sentence here? Can you see that? 
I'm feeling a lot better now. Thank you. Okay, so again, I'm focusing on the nigh yeah. sound again, right? I'm feeling, say it again, really quickly. I'm feeling a lot better now, thank you. Okay, which is, I'm feeling a lot better now, thank mm-hmm. you. All right. Better. Better. I'm, f- aim, aim. Do you say aim or I'm? I'm, but yeah, aim. I'm feeling a lot better now, thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, this sentence here. Oh, uh, right. This is the first farm in the whole country to produce. Oh no, I'm pronouncing. I mean, <laughs> the inflection wrong. This is the first farm in the whole country to produce such excellent cheeses. Okay, that was all right. Yeah, it's not not radically different to how I'd say it. This is the first farm in the whole country to produce such excellent cheeses. Um, actually, farm. Just say that one. Farm. Farm. There's definitely an yeah. R. Can you hear the R sound, mm-hmm. listeners? I say farm. He says farm. Okay. Um, and now, how about this one? She wanted to pull me into the pool. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm, I'm saying this like it's like I'm recounting this after some trauma. She wanted to pull me into the pool. Oh, mommy. Yeah. It's a pretty weird sentence, but mm-hmm. what I've wanted to do is use the word pull and pool. Pool. Pull and pool. pool. Yeah. Yeah, pool and pool. Right. Yeah, right enough. Pool and pool. <laughs> yeah, there's no pool. We don't do that. In it, it, in my accent, I'd say pull. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, you pull a string, pull. Uh, what do you pull? Pull the door. Pull the pull someone's leg, uh, and pool swimming pool. Pull. She wanted to pull me into the pool. So pull and ooh, uh, ooh, ooh. Pull and pool. And you'll you would say, she wanted to pull me into the pool. So they're the exact same either yeah. way. Yeah. To the ear. Pull and pool are the same. Mm-hmm. She w- and you also there's a L sound. Uh, I'd say pull me into the pool, but your L is is more mm-hmm. pronounced. Can you say it again? Pull me into the pool. Yeah. Pool. 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 Yeah, I'm getting more into the L than you. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, how about this? Uh, this. Uh, this. This one. This is again a rather bizarre sentence, <laughs> but the, it's it's di- it's designed to. Uh, reveal certain things. Go on. Can't you see that the left is completely full, you fool? <laughs> <laughs> so I suppose this is a situation where <laughs> you're in a lift uh-huh. and the doors are closing yeah. and the lift is full and some idiot is trying to squeeze mm-hmm. in and you say, can't you see the lift is f- is completely full, you fool? So th- really I'm trying to contrast the sound full and fool, which is a bit like pull and pool, mm-hmm. full and fool. Say it again. Can't you see that the lift is completely full, you fool? So <laughs> they just sound exactly the same. Fool, yeah, fool. <laughs> yeah. Um, how about this next one here? Uh, can you see it, this one? Yeah. I can't get this boot on my foot. Yeah. <laughs> 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 mm. uh, I can't get this boot on my foot. Yeah. So boot, like a boot that you mm. wear on your foot, and a foot, of course, which you have at the end of your leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I can't get this boot on my foot. So I say boot and foot, but mm-hmm. you say? Boot and foot. Boot and foot. Mm-hmm. So it's the same, same sound. Um, how about that, that sentence? Uh, yeah, the, that one at the top. I love coming to Paris because of the good food. Good food. good food so I I say good food good food so Mm -hmm. they're definitely different sounds but in Northern Ireland it would be good and food yeah (laughs) fantastic Uh, how about that second one I'm from Northern Ireland okay I'm from Northern Ireland and I'm from Northern Ireland okay Northern now how do you say Northern Ireland really quickly Northern Ireland Right. Yeah. See, that's the interesting thing, especially with uh, Northern Ireland. That in itself is pronounced differently depending on where you are in Northern Ireland. Oh, really? So some people, and usually it's um, those who are, are maybe trying to sound posher or have some pretense, mm-hmm. would be the the north of Ireland. They would, they would f- completely drop the R yeah. to maybe emulate what an English accent would sound like. Right. Doing it. So it would be the north of Ireland. Ireland as well. The, the north of Ireland. Ireland. Right. The north of Ireland. Not the north of Ireland. They would kind of drop the R in both of them. So the north of Ireland. 
And whenever someone says that, you just know they're usually a prick. Yeah. Say, in the north of Ireland. Northern Iron, so it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> Northern Iron. Northern Iron. Northern Iron. Northern Iron. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what I've heard a lot. That's Northern hard. A, a lot of us, we tend to just phonetically spell it like that. Just N-O-R-N and then iron, to, as in to iron a shirt. Yeah. Northern Iron. N-O-R-N. I R O N. Northern Iron. Northern Iron. Okay. Um, last one. There it is. I took the ferry to Derry and it just cost a penny. Okay. I would say I took the ferry to Derry and it just cost a penny. So I say ferry, Derry, penny, and you say ferry, Derry, penny. Oh, it's not it's too right. different. Right. I, I've, I've heard stuff like ferry. Derry. Oh, a ferry. Parry. Penny. Took, penny. I took a ferry at Derry and it only cost me a penny. So I kind of dislocate my jaw a wee bit today because yeah, that, that would be more country-esque where the words would tend to sort of fall out of their mouths more. There would be less... Um, like enunciation. Yeah, that would just sort of come, as I said before, just as a noise. That sentence could easily be a very just a long noise for some people. <laughs> I took the ferry to Derry and it just cost a penny. Oh, that was something good. like that. Yeah, I like that. I'm not sure where Northern Ireland that's no. from, but it's familiar enough. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just the, the time that I spent in that house in Liverpool, surrounded by people from mm-hmm. Northern Ireland, I just picked up a lot. <laughs> and and uh, the thing is that I think that I learned to do a Northern Irish. I didn't learn to do a Northern Irish accent. I learned to copy mm-hmm. those particular people yeah. and the th- sorts of things they would say. And I remember once some of their friends came over and I was like playing around doing their voice. And one of the girls was like, it's not even Northern Ireland. It's, it's, it's Gavin. You know, <laughs> I, I'm doing his individual voice. not His accent. Yeah, yeah. yeah not, not a general Northern Irish voice. Yeah. No, that, that is a strange thing. A lot of people from Northern Ireland they would be from you know from Belfast or from or from Derry or from anywhere really mm. but they they would have a, like a per, it would obviously be their own voice but yeah. it would be heavily personalised version of a Derry accent for example um, where whenever I if someone asked me to you know do a Derry accent I would do the voice of someone I know from Derry yeah Rather than because they're so wide ranging, even in one city, so you can go, oh no, he's from he's from the water side or he's from the box side of Derry. That yeah. accent, so it's even like it's as, it's as specific as that. I think that whenever you're doing accents or talking about accents, it's so uh, easy to generalise, and so I think it's safer to end up pretending to be a character that you imagine a particular person who comes from that area. So it's not, there's, there, there's never just one type of accent for one area. There's mm-hmm. like so many different types of people and the accent will be slightly different depending on the attitude of that person. But it's interesting what you said about like uh, when you do that Derry accent that you sort of like dislocate your jaw slightly. Um, you're sort of you're a lot of noises from Derry and Bells. <laughs> That's Adam Lachlan, the comedian I know from Derry. Oh yeah. Who he... Um, he has a very strong dairy accent and he has a lot of that he would do that at the end of a sentence um, so it's that that I'm emulating rather than a dairy accent yeah. but if someone could go oh he's doing he's doing someone from dairy not a dairy accent yeah. the same way if we were to see someone on, on television doing a Belfast accent and normally they're always quite bad but if they're playing a certain character from a certain part of Belfast, we would listen to it and go, not only is that a bad Belfast accent, but if he's supposed to be from that part of Belfast, he would not sound like that. Yeah. So it's very hard for us to you know, suspend our disbelief yeah. um, for television and our daily lives. Yeah. Just to go, is this actually happening? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. It's the same thing for, for me when... Well, yeah, it's the same thing for me when in Hollywood movies, when you get an American actor doing a British character... And it's always off. It's always really wrong. There's always something wrong. Like, yeah, even even for me watching, I would go, if he's supposed to be from that county in England, he would not sound like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that's just from what we grow, we're very aware of what we sound like. And especially when someone who is legitimately from Northern Ireland is on TV and they're speaking in their own accent, we're like... Uh, it's just it's very embarrassing unless they're, what they're in is really good or they do a good job of it there's some people who 
would be on television from Northern Ireland and we don't mind it because it sounds so good. Like um, James Nesbitt, who's an actor. I was about to mention James yeah. Nesbitt. He's in The Hobbit. He's one of The Hobbits. Mm-hmm. That's, most people will know him from that. Uh, he's one of The Hobbits. He's got like a long moustache mm-hmm. in, the, in the movie. Uh, he's from Northern Ireland. Interestingly, he was one of the few Hobbits not to have any prosthetics put in his face. So we were all, all right, we all look like Hobbits, do we? He doesn't need anything on his face. So we, we were affronted by that. Um, but yeah, no, he would be one of them where he would use his legitimate accent. And we'd be like, that's all right. Mm. We like the sound of that. Yeah. Um, that sounds okay. It's interesting the way that you said that line, like, he doesn't need any prosthetics on his face. Yeah. Like that intonation as well it's like it's not just about the vowel sounds and things but there's a certain kind of intonation that you hear in, in that part of the world we're always implying something and it's it sounds like it's always violence but usually it's not yeah. there's always like it's like every question is a loaded question there would be like yeah you know uh, <laughs> how can i help you do you want a cup of tea or what yeah. yeah. Do you just want a cup of tea or what? There's your cup of tea, so it is. And you're just <laughs> like, all right, we're not all philosophy majors. Like, yeah. it's not that. It's just we would... I think it's it's almost part of, like, we lack... We are asserting ourselves too much because I think, ultimately, we all have an identity crisis and we just want to make sure we sound extra confident. So we do. So that's why we would always say something at the end of a sentence. So we would. You that's, know, to get our point across. That's that, that's really common in in that let's say dialect that so we would or so we do mm-hmm. or so I am. Whenever you're really making a point, when th- that's the that's the trigger or the alarm for the person listening to realize this person's serious about what they're saying. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. rather than just like a, say something confidently, we would have to you know uh, put a wee button on the end of it. So yeah. we would, yeah. you know, uh, that make make sure that the person is definitely listening. Yeah. It's a bit like in, you know, I would say it's, it's, it's really hot today, isn't it? Yeah. So in, you, you might say, or someone from Northern Ireland might say, it's really hot today, so it is. Yeah, so it is. And it, uh, an accurate response to that would be, so it is. So Seriously. we're kind of batting it back. It's going, yeah, so it is. And then, so that you can end up getting stuck in a big conversation that way, where you're just confirming everything. That's exhausting. It is verbal tennis, and you're just like, God. Like, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's really hot today, so it is. It's roasting, so it is. So it is, aye. Are you hot, are you? Uh, t- uh, yes, I am. I thought you said something about a hat. Hat, yeah. I, I realised that, as I said, I, I slipped into sort of my normal speaking, whereas I'm, I'm, I am making a, a special effort <laughs> to not throw in those lazy pronunciations that well, I'd be so used to. Well, I want you to now make a special effort to throw in all of the most sort of uh, broad... Uh, accents or phrases that you might use when you're in the pub for example and you're not at work and you're not on luke's english podcast right um so what i'm going to do now in this section of the, of the podcast is we're going to focus on phrasing and not not exactly sounds and uh intonation and things although though that will come into it but also i want to hear some specific common phrases that you might hear in northern ireland and this is these are based on things that i remember hearing a lot um and um So I'll say a sort of English one, Mm -hmm. and I want you to convert it into uh, a Northern Irish dialect of your choice. Okay, so first one would be like, uh, all right, mate. What's the crack? 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 Even even less pronounced. What's the crack? What's the crack? What's the crack? What's the crack? What is the crack? What is the crack? As yeah. in, what's going on or how are you? Ach, how are you? You know, <laughs> that sort of stuff. Uh, what's crack? Ach. Or even just, instead of saying hello, you just go up to someone and go, what's crack? It's, if you know them, you just go, what's crack? What's a crack? It's like, say, like to Americanize it, it would be like seeing your friend going, what up? Yeah, what's up? Do people, do people still say, I don't know. What up? What uh, up? Um, I have no idea if people still say that. It's a crack. What's the crack? And and okay, so what's the crack means like what's going on, yeah, what's uh, happening? Hiya, how are you? How are you? And uh, the crack is uh, it's not crack like a crack in the pavement or crack cocaine or crack cocaine. It'd be more a crack is a very Irish, you know, handle term for good times and fun. But it's more and more generally speaking, what is hap- what's happening right now? What is yeah. the crack? What's the situation? Situation. That's another one. <laughs> And situation. See these situations over here? They're getting pretty situational, let me tell you. Um, so, yeah, anyway, I've just kind of. Crack is spelled C R A I C? Yep. 
Okay. That's the crack. It's a crack. What about this one? Uh, what about this one? Bite ye. Bite ye. Bite ye, mucker. It's a crack. Bite ye, big man. Big man. I get that all the time. I hate it. I hate it. It's one of those things. Especially, you know, if, you, if you're in the street and you don't know the person. No one who knows me, generally, you wouldn't say big man to anyone you actually know very well. Really? If you, it's a stranger or someone you kind of know, you would go, all right, big man. So crack, right? Um, yeah. So so let's make let's imagine that you've you're you're what? Where are you? You're uh, you're outside a football stadium, <laughs> yeah, and there's yeah. a security guard standing outside the football stadium, mm-hmm. and you want to get in, but you don't have a ticket. So you might go up to him, and, and what would you say to him? Well, me personally. Well, no, you as this character. <laughs> as this, this character. This, this character, right. yeah. Me personally would never be trying to get into a football stadium, oh, maybe okay. out of one. Uh, right. But yeah, so I'm, I don't have a ticket. All right, big man, so crack. Can I get in there? <laughs> Look, mate, don't have a ticket, like, but come on, do, do, do us a favour, mate. Go on, big man. Go on, go on. Let us in. You know you want to. Go on, listen, listen. Let's have a Come on. Let's have a look at the footballs. You know, I love the footballs, mate. Yeah. Who's playing? Ah, oh, they're brilliant, so they are. So there, uh, I'd, I would let you in. I'd be like, ah, all right, go on, in go you on, go, sure. no I don't think it would go down too well in France. All right, big man, so crack any baguettes on the go? What's the fucking crack? Uh, you, uh, you, do you speak English? Oh, I'm uh, speaking English right now, so I am. I, uh, I speak English. No, mate, I'm speaking English. This, uh, you, you are speaking English. This no. is this is my French accent. It's not very good. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Better, oh. better than mine. All right. Well, I've been here long enough. I should be able to nail it um, <laughs> by now. All right. So we've we've had all right, mate, which could be what's a crack and uh, a crack and uh, bite ye, bite ye bite. is actually what about you? Yeah, bite ye, bite ye. Same thing as crack. Well, bite ye would maybe be um, that would be for some you know it would be more familiar or be said as almost part of a celebration. Like if you're at the pub and you're having a good time and someone comes in, you'd be like, ah, bite ye. Right. Something like that. But right. you can also still say it conversationally. So it's like a, 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 an exuberant greeting. Yes. Okay. Uh, what about this one? Um, I'm just going to the shop. Uh, do you want anything? <laughs> All right. Uh, right. I'm where the shop. Do you want anything? Right. Where's shop? I'm aware of the shop. Where's shop? You want anything? Want yeah. something? Something like that. I'm away to the shop. I'm aware of the shop. Where's shop? Here. I'm away to the shop. You want anything? Right. I'm away to the shop, which just means I'm going to the shop. Yeah, I'm away. Do you ever say out? Like like uh, in, in the north of England, they might say, right, I'm just off down to the shop. Do you want out? Oh, no. Want out? No, I wouldn't say that. You don't say out, meaning meaning no. something? No, I wouldn't okay. say that. I don't think oh. so. Let me try it. I'm away to the shop. Do you want out? Oh, yeah, right enough. Yeah, I wouldn't, but yeah. It's, it's, it was um, easy enough to say, so I think actually, yeah. Do you okay. want out? No. All right, then. How about this one? It's a really hot day, isn't it? Oh, God, there's so many. Um, <laughs> so many ways we could say that. <laughs> because it's so infrequent. We've come up with so many different ways. What the hell's going on with the environment? <laughs> <laughs> we would no, we have no, no concern no. for the environment. <laughs> really? No, the fracking. That's probably about it. Um, <laughs> God's roasting outside. I melted, so I am. <laughs> uh, what's it? Uh, it's boiling. Uh, it's boiling. We would have the opposite. It's Baltic. If it's really cold, say it's fucking Baltic, so it is, mate. Right. But hot, yeah, it doesn't happen that often, actually. It's fucking Baltic. It means fucking, it's really cold. Yeah, it's fucking roasting out there. It's roosting. Sweltered, so I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I find it funny, but I just, I just love different accents, and and I really enjoy hearing them. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, right? no, I enjoy it too. I like um, I like hearing the little little bits and pieces. Then I I try and take it and use it every now and again. Throw yeah. it in there. A word I've recently rediscovered is buffoon. Oh, great. I just find that really, especially when someone just says, oh, he's just a buffoon. What is a buffoon? Just like someone who is stupid, but through misguided ideals, rather than they are just an idiot. Yeah. Just someone who's like, oh yeah. Um, Oh yeah, I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna get one of these, you know, environmentally friendly smartphones that aren't made in um, in Chinese factories. I'm gonna get one of those. I'm gonna go on a Kickstarter for that, and then I'll help the environment. And you're like, yeah, it's just a buffoon. 
You buffoon. So, so you're just like pretentious idiot almost. So yeah. yeah, you're a buffoon. Somebody thinks they're doing the right thing, but actually they're just being equally as yeah. stupid as anyone else. And probably doing it for attention. You're a buffoon. Right, 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 right. So it's a really hot day today, isn't it? Oh, it's sweltering. Sweltering, so it is. I'm melting, so I'm, I am. I'm melting. I'm melted. I'm melting. I'm melted is also, I'm really like fed up and annoyed. <laughs> so if someone is... Um, just an annoying person to deal with. You would call him a melter. It's like, yeah. oh, I see your woman next door. She's a fucking melter, so she is. She's going on about me about her nephew's confirmation. I don't care. Like, I'm not going. Maybe if there's a buffet, I'll go. <laughs> Get some sandwiches, like, you know what I mean? Um, bye. You're a melter. So She's a melter. So uh, to, to melt something, listeners, uh, uh, you probably know what it is. Like, uh, what's it a good example of something that melts, Marcus? Well, like a, a chocolate bar on a hot day. Yeah, leave a chocolate bar out on the bench on a hot mm-hmm. day, and it's going to be melted, isn't it? In a yeah. f- just with a matter of minutes on a day like this. Mm-hmm. Candle, obviously, a candle would melt if you uh, if you light it. Uh, yeah, you could melt someone's heart if 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 they fall in love with you and you don't uh, love them back. Is that um, to melt someone's heart? Unrequited melting, that would be. Maybe, yeah. Um, but yeah, if someone's in Northern Ireland, I guess maybe throughout the rest of the UK, I haven't really heard it, but someone is very annoying. You would say they're a melter. But you can also say it to their face, and it's not a strong insult. Right. Unless you genuinely dislike the person, you've probably got stronger words for them than you're a melter. Like, it's something you say to your friend, like, yeah. stop being an idiot. Like, yeah. Yeah, stop being a melter. Yeah, no? if they can't decide where to go, I'm going to go out the night, going to go out, we're going to go out and get blocked, which means heavily drunk. We're going to get blocked. Blocked. But we'd say blacked. Okay. Why do you get blocked? Why do you get rude off? Plastered? Road off, right. ro- road off. As in road off, as if you were to damage a car to the extent it would have to be a write-off. Yeah. But you're drinking, so you're road off. Wrote off or uh, ri- written off. Yeah. Ro- road off. Plastered. It's the same thing. So I anyway, they can't decide what they're doing, and they're just hemming in hand. You go, oh, you're a melter. Yeah. Just making things more difficult than just it needs make, to be. Just make your mind up. Yeah. yeah. It's a melter, so yes. <laughs> How about this one? Right, I'm going to bed. I actually just thought you had enough and you're like, right, I'm way to bed. Um, yeah, I'm way to bed. I'm way to bed. Sway to bed. Way to hit the hay, so I am. What about this? I, I'm off to my pit. I'm away to my pit. I'm away to my pit. Uh, you would get that. I'm away, to my, I'm away to my pit. Yeah. I wouldn't say that, but yeah. Clean out your pit. There's something in my Clean out your pit. Clean out your room. Pit as well. Because mm-hmm. a pit is normally like. For pigs? Yeah, oh, it's like a, almost like a hole in the ground, yeah. like a really dirty, disgusting hole in the ground. Like you might keep, yeah, you might keep pigs in a pit or you might, if, it, you know, back in the Middle Ages, you'd probably fight, you know, have a, like a, yeah. a bare knuckle fight in a pit. Um, mm-hmm. You'd throw someone into a pit in Star Wars, Return of the Jedi. Sarlacc pit. The Sarlacc pit. Boba mm-hmm. Fett mm-hmm. gets thrown into the Sarlacc pit. Mm. Uh, so, but in Northern Ireland, a pit is a bedroom. Yeah, your bed or your bed. He's up our land as pit, so he is. Has to go down the door. It's pit. It, yeah. it sounds like a, the bedroom is really disgusting. Yeah, it's just, usually it is. Yeah. But I think it's just everywhere. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Bedrooms, particularly for if you're a younger man, can be quite disgusting uh, places. Uh, I'm away to my pet. I'm going, I'm going to bed. Um, how about this one? Oh, oh go on. Go on. <laughs> Go on. Go on. Depends on the context. I yeah. Think. Um, let me see if I can find the... Uh, I, I do have a reference for that. Um, let, me, uh, let me just have a little look here on the, uh, away on on. the internet. Away on would probably be it. Away you go, maybe. Um, away you go, away on. Uh, let's have a little look. Uh, uh, I can't find it. I can't, I can't find it. Never mind. All right. Well, let me, uh, let me go on to another one here. And we've got... Um, how about this? Um... Uh, look at her. She's got a weird-looking face. Look at her. She's got a, a weird or strange-looking face. Um, or just look at her face. Look at her face. Look at her back. That's the one. That's the one. Look at her back. God's bargain, so she is. <laughs> she's got a queer-looking back. Uh, she's queer-looking back on her. She's fucking bargain, so she is. <laughs> like the state of her. state of her. Okay, so yeah. you're uh, criticising the way a woman looks and mm. you're looking at her face and thinking she looks... Maybe she's had too much plastic mm. surgery or something. One of our national pastimes, just criticising women. <laughs> Women's faces. <laughs> the women face-off show with Stephen Nolan. Um, Look yeah. at her beak. So a, a beak is a, a beak, isn't it? 
Nah, baked, just like your bake. Ba- ba- I don't think it comes from bake though. I think it's bake, like just your like a bake a cake. Yeah, it's like a f- uh, yeah face. I think it's just face rather than bake. Okay, so I thought I used to think it was beak, like the way a bird has a beak, mm. you know, like a duck's bill or a, a bird's beak. But it's not beak; it's bake, like bake a cake. Bake. Yeah, I think it, it might. I'm not sure where it would, where it would come from, but I'm tempted to think it'd be more like bake because of our love for you know uh, bread and heavy foodstuffs. Because right. we have a large variety of different breads, right. which you can't seem to get anywhere else. So I think. Uh, uh, Subconsciously, that's telling me that it's bake rather than bake. Right, like um, because her face looks like it's a, a loaf of bread. Yeah, probably. The, the, the sort of surface of her face yeah. could be like the surface of a of a bit of bread. Yeah. Okay, that's a that's a bit strange, but I, it explains something. So look at her beck means look at her face, and she's got a queer beck queer queer beck means like it's notable, but usually for. Um, negative reasons Sort of distinctive yeah. But in a negative way But it also can mean Like a whole lot of something It's queer. like Oh there's queer Queer load of dogs Out in the street today <laughs> Doesn't mean they're bad dogs Just means there's a whole load Like a, a queer Like as in Maybe quantity Yeah it's like there's a queer load of Queer load of uh, But queer load of There's a queer But you also say load of Which you're kind of saying The two same things A queer A queer load of dogs There's a queer load of dogs In the street today Yeah hmm, It's queer load of them So it is There's an awful lot of dogs In the street there's a fair load of dogs out there. Yeah. Wouldn't say awful. There's an oh, if we were if that's we, an English thing. Yeah, if we were perhaps on a, the on a, a, a news bulletin about the amount of dogs, you probably wouldn't say there's a queer load of dogs in the street because that would be you would know yourself that's a common thing to say. So if a camera was put in front of you, you probably would say, well, I mean, there was quite a lot of dogs out there. <laughs> um, so and it is funny seeing people who you know the sort of area they come from. You know what they sound like all the rest of the time. You see them on TV and you go. Um, yes, my mother used to do it. She would put on she put on her telephone voice. Yeah, or um, or any time she had to, to seem important, she would do that. But then, of course, as soon as she hung up, she would be like, "Fuck off!" <laughs> just just like straight back into it again. But I, so on, on the BBC, it would be like uh, uh, today on the streets of Belfast, there was uh, quite a lot of uh, dogs on the street. Um, but if it was if they weren't using the BBC voice, it'd be like, hey, there are a queer load of dogs on the street today, so they were... There's a whole load of dogs on the street, Jesus, bye. Um, oh, yeah, something that your listeners might want to check out. It was um, a viral hit towards the end of last year. Uh-huh. Uh, the Frostbit Boy. Uh, yeah, I've seen this guy. So that is um, a very strong Northern Irish accent, uh, unfiltered. And it was it was so amusing to everyone in Northern Ireland as well, because as I, as I said there, whenever we go on TV... We yeah. kind of clean up our voice a wee bit. Yeah. But he really led it on quite yeah. a bit. Um, and that's what made it so amusing for us. Yeah, I watched this video today, actually. And this guy has got the mo- the strongest Northern Irish accent I've ever heard. And the funny thing is he's, like, he's a young man. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's like 16 or something. I'm just trying to find it. Okay. Oh, God, it's desperate. God, the mountains is brave and close now, right enough. Oh, God, it's oh, wild, wild time of the snow, all right. It doesn't um, put you off from going to school. Well, the, the mother says we had to go anyway. We hadn't much a choice in the matter, but sure. It's a, cold, it's a cold journey to school this morning. Oh, God, you wouldn't belong getting frostbite. And these new, new shocks that I got as well. You see, I had to turn the hill, the hill, just, just up to me. What do we say? I had to turn the hill up up to, up, up to my foot there to just so the sock would go longer. The mother got these trainer shock things there. Oh, God, you wouldn't give a long getting the ankles frostbutt off you. Yeah. You don't right. Uh, I don't know if that was audible. I might need to do a bit of post-production on that. But um, he's, really, he's really going for it. And I think he... Um, he was purposely laying it on to a degree, yeah. But that's a good example of someone way in the in the sticks. Oh, yeah. way in the sticks. Oh, jeez, by oh, you know, it's a lot of noises. Yeah, um, and incomplete words. Lots of fillers and noises and things. Um, okay, how about this one? Just simply yes, like Aye. yes, I'll have a pint if you're buying one. I'll have a pint. I have a pint. Aye. Aye. Wouldn't say wouldn't say yes. Oh yes, unless we're being oh yes. Aye. When we say yes in England in that situation, we'd probably say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, if Northern Irish, yeah, is usually aye. 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 So you hear that in Scotland as well, I think. Aye. Aye. How about this? Come here. Come here. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, come here. on. Come here, here. Come on. Um, come on. Oh, come on. Come on now. Aye. Come on now. Come on now. 
come on now. Oh, starting to get into the sexiest Northern Irish accent <laughs> area. Come on now. Oh. Um, uh, a lot of it is, I'm sure I've said I so much during this podcast as well. Yeah, you have. You've, s- you've said I uh, a queer load of times, as you might say. Very good. Well done. Not really that good. Uh, how about this one? Uh, now, come on, get a hold on, get a grip on yourself. Ah, oh, come on, I got a hell of yourself. Hell. <laughs> get a hell of yourself. Um, I would spell it, I would spell it H-A-U-L, however, that's usually pronounced hall. Yeah. Hell. Um, More like H-O-L-L. H-O-L-L. Like to howl. Hell on, hold on. That's what that means, hell on. Hell on, yeah, hold on. Okay. Um, I'm sure I found something else, just a second. So I found it, and it's um, catch yourself on. Catch yourself on. Would you say that? Would you say that? No, I wouldn't say that. But yeah, catch yourself. Uh, usually that would be in a sort of mocking way when someone were to do or say something that they would disagree with. Someone would just go, hold on a minute. Would you just go and catch yourself on? Or you would hear mothers say it in the streets about kids. It'd be like if they were like wrapping the doors and running away or like just yes. making a mess. Or you, you just need to catch yourselves on. Sort of like pull your socks up. Pull your socks up and yeah. stop misbehaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right then. Um, for example, if you're in the, if you're with your friends and uh, they've all suddenly started to agree that episodes one, two, and three of the Star Wars movies are better than episodes four, five, and six, and you're like, hold on, hold on a minute. Catch yourself on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Will you catch yourself on? No. Oh dear. Yeah. Um, all right. Reevaluate so- your life. It's basically what that means. <laughs> catch yourself on. So take take note. Yeah. What's happening? Wise up. Yeah. Wise up, mate. Um, how about this one? Uh, that that film was really great, wasn't it? That film was real. No, oh, hold on. <laughs> that film, film. We would say film. 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 Okay. Uh, that film. That film was brilliant. So it was. I was. I was great crack. There was cracker, right? I was. I was Beezer. At, I was <laughs> a cracker. Uh, that was. Oh uh, yeah, God. Cracker. Cracker. I'm not usually so enthusiastic, so it's difficult for me to think. It's like that was, yeah. I would, I would probably enunciate myself a bit better, being, being, um, being so intelligent, a well-spoken um, gentleman. Yeah, oh, it was brilliant. So it was, I was, I was a cracker. Ah, uh, I was class. All right, I was class. So it was. I heard uh, my friends say, "Cracker, I, cracker." Not just meaning that was a cracker, but that was cracker. That's cracker, so it is. Meaning uh, it as an adjective sort of thing. Uh, let's, let's have a bit more. Um, we've got um, uh, I agree, or totally, or yeah, good. Um, come on, this isn't working. Let's go to the pub. Yeah, totally. Dead on. Dead on. Dead on, eh? Yeah. Dead on. Dead on. Dead on. How about this, you stupid idiot? <laughs> so many inappropriate things. <laughs> I know, there's so many <laughs> possibilities. Hold on, you idiot. Uh... Uh, Egypt? Ah, uh, Egypt. Yeah, f***ing spa. Something like that. Something really... <laughs> really offensive. Yeah, you wouldn't... Egypt. Egypt seems to be... Egypt is... Um, that would be more of an Irish thing, but yeah. people would definitely still say it. Egypt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, uh, uh, could you give me a cigarette? Give us a fag, mate. Give us a fag. Give us a fag. Here, big man. Have you got any fags? All right. Fags in the UK. Obviously, in the US, a fag is a gay person. So, just got to be aware of that. What do you call the police in Northern Ireland? Uh, peelers. 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 What I really like about the Scottish, the polis, they call it the polis. Right. I love that. It's a bit like in America, the police. The police. But the, the Scottish, the polis, P-O-L-I-S. So, I've started doing that. Oh, it's a polis. Yeah, I love that. That's good. The, the, pe- the Peelers, of course, harks back to Sir Robert Peel of uh, started the Constabulary. That's uh, right. But yeah, so we would call them the Peelers to right. sort of almost like uh, put them a step away from us because um, a lot of people wouldn't in the past have recognised the police force, so they would call them the Peelers because that's Sir Robert Peel. So they're just like. The, the men of Sir Robert Peel. Yeah. They don't represent us. They represent mm-hmm. Robert Peel, right. who at that time was the chief const- chief of the constabulary, the, the head of the police, and he mm-hmm. introduced, who was like, you know, the, the, the founder of the police f- force. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Peelers are, are the, well, they used to be the RUC. So we wouldn't say, <clears throat> beware 
back in the day, we would say the police, we would say the RUC, again, creating that step. What does the RUC stand for? Uh, Royal Ulster Constabulary. So you didn't have police, you actually had, well, they were almost like a military police, weren't they, really? Mm. So now, it's part of, you know, the Good Friday Agreement and making everything more inclusive, they are the police service of Northern Ireland. The PSNI. It was going to be the Northern Irish Police Service, but if you uh, put that in an acronym, it's NIPS. <laughs> so they quickly nipped that in the bud. Very good. Because as Patrick Kilty once said, and every other comedian yeah. at the time, oh, geez, you can hear on the reports last night, a man was pulled out of the house by the NIPS last night. Cue rapturous applause <laughs> uh, and much uh, much laughter. Uh, what are the nips, though? Just in case my listeners don't know. Um, nipples. Nipples, th- things right. Things that uh, lactate. So, yeah, the ma- things that produce milk. If you're a woman and mm-hmm. you're at that stage in your life, uh, you just had a baby, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Men, we don't lactate, do we? No. And if you do, you should seek advice. Depends what's lactating, really. Blood is never good, regardless of your gender. But that, that Yeah. You start lactating blood. I would rather lactate milk. Mm. I don't. Is it possible to lactate blood? Doesn't lactate mean produce milk? Yeah. So we could produce blood in your breasts. That would be well. You okay? The podcast is taking a strange angle, <laughs> <laughs> as if it wasn't strange already. Um, have you finished your tea? I'm surprised just you finished. Is that you done? You done? Aye. You all done here? There's a friend of mine. Um, Lorca McGrain, who's a brilliant comedian, he's from Monaghan, um, which was mentioned earlier, but I think you mispronounced it. Uh, I don't know how you said it, but you said it wrong. What did <laughs> I say? I didn't want to stop you because you're in your float. You said, uh, Mo- I'm trying to remember, because it was just so wrong. I, I said re- something and it was completely yeah, wrong. You were talking about uh, Cavan and Navan. You, s- you said uh, Navan and... M- oh, I was talking about the places, right? Yeah. Places in... Uh, so I was talking about uh, County Donegal to the west and Donegal. the counties of... Luth, Louth, 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 Monag- Mon- M- Monaghan, That's it. And Cavan. Cavan's all right. Monaghan, Monaghan. Okay, so it's I almost just wrong. a mumble. But he's from there, and he uh, he would he would say uh, there was a story he had where um, it's throughout his family. If they had a guest over for dinner, they would have a dinner and they would finish it, and they would go, you know, as you would to be nice and polite. And maybe you did think it as well. You would go, oh, that was great. That was lovely. Thanks very much. And then, as the plates were being cleared away, and as that was said, oh, it was a great dinner. There's no dessert. You know what I mean? So it's almost as if, what? you know, by saying that dinner was great and, uh, you know, giving enthusiasm for the dinner, then the host would go, there's no dessert. As if to say, that's the end of your experience for now. Rather than, I think it's more, it's like, it's a weird ultra uh, politeness and forwardness. Instead of saying thank you for the compliment, you would just go, there's no dessert. Oh, I see. So, so like, if I said to you, mm-hmm. oh, Marcus, that was a really delicious dinner. Thanks so much. And you'd mm-hmm. say, oh, there's no dessert. Yeah. It's like, that's a very Irish thing, as if to go, like, that's your lot. Like, that's the end. Don't be complimenting me because you want more of something. Right. So, it's, it's like modesty. It's like saying, well, I'm yeah. really sorry, but there's no dessert. Yeah. It's like, well, I hate to break it to you. Here's, mm-hmm. the, here's the hard the bad yeah. news there's no dessert i'm not gonna i'm not gonna mince my words mm-hmm. i'm just gonna tell you straight look don't get too happy there's no dessert there's no dessert so don't start complimenting yeah. me too much it's not wonderful okay yeah. let me bring you back down to reality mm-hmm. there's no dessert this this culinary experience ends here so there's no dessert yeah so, you know? so stop with the compliments but that is a very odd thing it just made me uh, remember that being being told that story thanks very much i was i was delicious there's no dessert Okay, that's fine. <laughs> all right, bring me back down to yeah, earth, why don't right. you? Um, all right, let's have a little drink. I'll go for a swell. Or a wee something, probably, I would say. Well, that's what I'm looking for, anyway. Go for a wee swell. A wee swell. Swell, as in to swallow. So, uh, wee boozing. Wait for a wee swell. A swell, mean to swallow something. Yeah. A wee swell. wee swell. A little drink. Be similar to that carry-out earlier. You going for a carry-out? Have you, oh, I've got a wee swell in the house. Ah, oh, dead on. <laughs> okay. All right, listeners. How are you doing? How are you doing? You still there? Hello? Okay. All right. Um, we're, we're nearly at the end of my little list here. Can you keep the noise down? I'm trying to sleep in here. Um. Can you keep it down, please? I'm trying to sleep. Uh, God, I'm trying to think of any particular way we would say that. Um, how about uh, how about this one? All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna just a second. So I, I remember what I'm looking for. I'm looking for in America. They in the South of America they say y'all. 
Mm. Y'all having a good time? And uh, in the UK, we'd say, are you all? Mm-hmm. Are you all having fun? And in Northern Ireland, like, can you all keep the noise down? You know, can you all keep the noise down in America, maybe? Mm-hmm. And in Northern Ireland? Can yous, yous keep a noise down? Yous. Or usins? <laughs> really? See usins. I hate using soda. Or if you're talking to about a particular group of people and they're not there, yeah. you would see themons. Themons. Themons over there. But there's a lot of see yous and them. That's the basis of all of Northern Ireland. There's one group of people and then there's another group of people. It's themons and us. Right. Usins. See usins. I hate usins. Soda. Very sectarian language. Yeah. It's it's the it's the foundation for our culture. Us versus them. <laughs> Lemons and usins. Right, 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 right. Uh, what about this one? Uh, what do you call your mum in Northern Ireland? Your ma. Your ma. Your mummy. She looks like your mum. Oh, I see your ma. Your ma's rotten, so she is. <laughs> or you would say, um, if someone were to say something and you were to disagree, or you just want to annoy some, someone, mm-hmm. you just go, I, your ma. So it would be like, See, even a good example would be that. Here, usins, keep that noise down. And uh, an acceptable response to that, as the other people would be, I hear ma. It doesn't make any sense, but it's just a design to annoy someone. You hear that, you hear that in other cultures too. Like, yeah, hey, your mother. Yeah. Like an Italian American. Mm-hmm. Hey, your mother. Hey, Maybe. your mama. Yeah. yeah. Just be, I hear ma. Your ma's your da. That's another one. <laughs> Implying that your, your mom uh, has a dick. Presumably, your ma's your dad and your dad's your ma. Sort of like <laughs> your your parents are of mixed gender. Yeah, you come from a, a weird trans sort of multi-gender yeah. family background. Although I don't think that level of thought is behind it. It's just more, this is insulting that your your mum probably is a man. And, you're, your, and you're, ma's your dad and your dad's your ma. It's like the most sophisticated mm. insult that that person could... Yeah. Hey, your ma's your da, and your da's your ma. Or smell your ma, meet your da. <laughs> so that's a horrible thing where you would say... You just hold out your fingers and go, smell your ma, meet your da. Meaning, your mum is on my fingers from some and, sort and of sexual... And now I'm your dad. I'm your dad, yeah. Jesus. All right, listeners, you okay? Mm-hmm. Two more things. What's this? I spotty dog. What's spotty dog? I don't know. You'd never heard that before? Spotty dog, I. I've heard of it, but I've no idea what it is. Really? Okay, that must be very unique to the mm-hmm. people I knew, because they used to say that all the time. Spotty dog, meaning great, good. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I wouldn't have uh, much experience of that. Okay. These must have been country boys. Maybe, maybe. And what about this one, finally? I wind your necking. It's one of my favorite mm. phrases. When you're when you're fucking necking. When you're necking. Just means stop being so annoying, or stop being noisy, or just stop getting on. Just shush. Yeah. Just just shut up, just isn't it? stop whatever you're doing and go away. Wind your neck in. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, it's about time for us to wind our necks in. Oh, God. Um, so um, that's pretty much it for this episode of the podcast. We've talked about a number of things. We got to know Marcus a little bit. It's always nice to know new people on the podcast. Uh, we had a little look at the complicated situation in Northern Ireland a little bit and... Um, the the way it actually is these days for for most people and we then had a a bit of a look at the belfast accents and i hope you managed to keep up with it all Mm -hmm. don't forget to visit teacherluke.co.uk where you can find the page for what i probably think will be two episodes because we've been speaking for nearly two hours now so i'm going to break this in half and we'll have two sort of 55 to one hour episodes um any anything else to say marcus to the people of planet earth um, no, not really. Just other than, you know, everyone's very nice. We're all good people. We can all get along. And it's just nice to have an opportunity to talk to Luke and all of his listeners. Yeah. It's a very good podcast. And thank you very much for having me on it. It's an absolute pleasure, Marcus. And uh, I hope you have a good show tonight. You're you're doing the New York Comedy Night with Sebastian Marks this evening, mm-hmm. right? Yes, I'll be doing that. I'd like to do that uh, whenever I come over. And hopefully... People will be able to understand me. I'll have to remember to maintain my BBC Northern Ireland accent. And something I've also noticed that wordplay and puns doesn't really work over here if English isn't your first language. Yeah. So I'm a little bit screwed when I come over, so I have to adjust. It depends on the audience, because sometimes we get lots of um, expats in Mm -hmm. the audience, and and we get lots of, um, you know, Americans and Brits and and people from everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, So it really depends on the makeup of the audience. So just at the the beginning of the show, just listen really carefully and see who's in. Yeah. And uh, you might find there's actually loads 
loads of Americans in yeah. and then go for it. But um, if you find that the, the whole audience is all French, then you see, don't underestimate the French audiences because they might not make loads of noise. They might not be laughing a lot and, you know, reacting like a normal stand-up audience. But I think it's a cultural thing as much as it is a language barrier. Obviously, mm -hmm. they, they don't get a lot of the jokes, to be honest. But it doesn't mean that they're not enjoying themselves. Yeah, and they are kind of appreciating it and nodding along. And yeah. There has been a few times where some very French people have come up afterwards and said they really enjoyed it. And I'm like, I'm surprised that you understood that and you can understand me now. Now. Yeah. Um, now. Um, so, yeah, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> have, have fun. Yeah. Uh, I, I wish I was there tonight. I can't be there. Uh, but uh, break a leg. Have a good show. No problem. Thank you very much. All right. And um, have a nice rest of the weekend in Paris. Mm -hmm. Okay. Right. Well, ladies and gents, that's it for this episode. I'll speak to you again uh, very, very soon. But for now, it's time to just say goodbye. And I'm going to do it now. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Thanks again for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.